electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Good Wednesday morning and welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm David Faber along with Jim Cramer. We're live from the New York Stock Exchange. Carl has the morning off. Let's give you a look at futures. Of course, we get ready to start trading about a half hour from now. You can see kind of a mixed bag. NASDAQ was uh, stronger yesterday, but overall not a great day for the markets. Our roadmap this morning, well, it starts kind of where we were focused yesterday in part. A lot of those Chinese stocks... Didi certainly is amongst them. China's crackdown continuing to take many names lower. Plus, Apple is eyeing a new all-time high at the open with the Nasdaq coming off a fresh record close. And President Biden saying the latest global cyber attack has caused, quote, minimal damage to U.S. businesses. We'll have a closer look at what is being called the largest ransomware attack on record. But, Jim, we want to start with China yeah, uh, and where things stand. Sorry, my computer went out on me right there. Um, you know, it's much more than Didi, of course. We watched that stock decline, what, almost 20 percent yesterday. Right. Uh, it just keeps ramping up. You know, there had been an expectation amongst many investors who invest in Chinese companies that have come public here that a lot of the rule-making changes would actually take place before the 100-year anniversary. Yes. And that, but instead, it's gone the other way, or it's only just kept going. Well, you really could look at it almost as a continuum from, la- continuum from last summer when they started on Ant Financial, and they've kind of just kept going around. And- well, I mean, there was this loophole, the VIE loophole, that allowed them to raise money in yes. the West. Yes, Closing that loophole. Look, I want to say something. I, I've watched all the coverage from everybody. You know, David, this is a Cold War, and the Chinese did something that was so offensive to the United States, we're not even talking about it. Didi was just offensive. I mean, Didi was like, we don't care about the U.S. capital markets. We're finished. Anybody who big, thinks they're bigger than the government, this is about Chinese hegemony, both there and here. And I, I don't like the way that a lot of people are talking about it's about privacy. It's not about privacy. This is like what the Soviet Union did to us after World War II, where suddenly out of nowhere they put an iron curtain up. There was no iron curtain. And, you know, Churchill realized it ahead of others. It's like, wow, it looks like the Russians are not our friend after being our friends in World War II. I think the Chinese are simply not our friend. They're building an iron curtain. I don't know why people don't see it that way. To do something like Didi, which is to basically say, listen, if you do this deal, we're going to ruin your investors, was basically to say, hey, we don't want any more money raised in the United States. We don't want Bitcoin done. Look at the Bitcoin. Yeah, Bitcoin. that's, we that's don't want yet any- another, another uh, news story overnight. Uh, just at a new level, its latest crypto crackdown is what it's being called at CNBC.com. Uh, saying they, they've called for a shutdown of a company that was suspected of providing software services for virtual tr- currency transactions. And they're frantically the selling Not GPUs. Not having an impact, by the way, on the crypto but, complex. Yeah, they're frantically selling GPUs over there because they're uh, losing their value. Now, before anyone sells NVIDIA on that, remember, NVIDIA makes cards that they're selling, but that's made scrap. It's ones that aren't good enough for gaming. But why is it, David? I got to ask you, why do people not see it? Uh, well, I'm not war. sure that they don't, because you know what, in the, in the uh, conversations I had this morning with uh, 
with some money managers. I mean, the biggest threat is China, Taiwan. Taiwan. Everybody think a lot of people are concerned about that because if you keep going down this road and this level of aggression in our capital markets, right. but it were to actually extend far beyond that. And you've talked about this many times. Well, previous Jim. president started out by calling Xi and said, I want to make sure that you understand that I will do something drastic if you touch Taiwan. Now, how are you, sir? Uh, I think people are testing Biden. I think the Russians are testing Biden with, uh, with, with, with their cyber attacks. And I think the Chinese are, are, are testing Biden with what they do, both first financially, and then it'll be geopolitical. Well, you've discussed the, 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 the prospect, the possibility, could it actually happen that they would make a move on Taiwan? Of course, the chip-making capability there is such yeah. a key to the uh, But people, people the think it's going to be military. It's, they're just going to squeeze the economy. They're just going to be able to do right. Like, look, you know, we've always had sovereignty, and the government agrees with us, and we've got a new government. I mean, um, th- they wouldn't do it with troops. It's not like the Eighth Army, which is building bridges, is suddenly going to take over. Can you own, can you own, back to the stocks, and, uh, you know, I have uh, another source here that says, listen, no true fiduciary can own China shares, and the rules can be changed by unilateral fiat at any time. And it's impossible for the SEC to regulate these shares as it does for U.S. holdings. Therefore, you should reconsider your holdings. I wrote that. Who was that? My ghostwriter? Uh, no, this is a this is a longtime buddy exactly. of mine, a, a longtime hedge fund manager. I totally agree with everything he just said. Hey, by the way, did you notice that even though all of Americans who participated in Didi were shafted, Gary Gensler said nothing? I know. He said nothing. Now well, I know I'm, a guy can be busy, but why not say, you know what? I am going to subpoena Goldman Morgan. Uh, JP, you know, Morgan right, Stanley. Right. Those what, are the three underwriters. Well, Goldman, Morgan, Goldman why Sachs, shouldn't Morgan they Stanley, Stanley, why, does he, why does he just say, listen, well, we want to freeze. We want, want you to, to know freeze what you documents. knew when you knew it and freeze why you documents. chose to do the offering. If yeah, you did know that the, perhaps yeah. there was a crackdown coming of some kind. Right, because the, 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 the narrative had been they're going to do it in Hong Kong. And then the narrative became there's so much demand in the United States. We're going to rush that because yeah. we want demand. Now we start thinking, was it rushed because they knew that China was going to crack down, say, Friday? And Gensler could be crucial yeah. because there's 30 more deals in the pipe, well, Chinese deals. They're not coming anytime soon. And by Why, the way, don't you think another, there's a sucker born every minute? Ah, they're not, they're not going to be able to list here, uh, at least not for now. And then you wonder about companies like ByteDance. There's, there's an enormous company, right. for example, owner of TikTok, of course. Expectation had been at some point it will try to monetize and come public. Um, you know, Jim, Eunice Yoon has been uh, great on this stuff all along, always is. And I want to get to her now in China and just... Get her take on exactly what it is we're hearing, because there's been, Eunice, just a, uh, so much news uh, in these last 28, uh, 24 to 48 hours, it's hard to keep track. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in terms of what we're hearing right now, uh, there's a lot of anger on social media uh, directed against the, the DD founders and their families. Uh, right now, they're being called traitors with hashtags about the family and the company uh, getting about one5 billion views. Now, this comes after Didi um, was, uh, uh, had its app uh, taken off of the app stores for new users, but also today a new development is that Didi's app has been removed from super app WeChat as well as Alipay. So WeChat and Alipay are not technically app stores, but they have a lot of mini programs embedded into their apps because they are um, so, so major. 
Um, another thing that we heard today was that Didi was among um, several tech companies, which included Alibaba as well as Tencent, that were fined by the antitrust regulators. Now, these were small fines uh, for um, some um, anti-monopolistic behavior, about $80,000 per penalty. But it still uh, shows you just the um, overall environment about how Beijing is, is really laying down the law and making sure that people know uh, that uh, these uh, techni technology companies need to answer to Beijing. Now, another thing that was interesting today was that Chinese media was um, interpreting and reviewing uh, the guidelines that we got out of Beijing yesterday about uh, the uh, overseas listings. And um, the focus has been on one point that was that Beijing is looking to close a loophole that has been used very frequently by Chinese tech companies that are looking to list overseas. So this is the, the variable interest entity or the VIE structure, which essentially is a way for Chinese tech companies to get around the regulations here about sensitive data and to be able to put profits into an offshore entity, usually in a place like the Cayman Islands, and so then be able to tap into the overseas capital markets. So um, the, for, for many, many years, a decade, uh, the Chinese government has not approved of this necessarily, not outright anyway, but but uh, um, hasn't necessarily been um, has tolerated it uh, just because it has been seen as a way for Chinese tech companies to be able to raise money overseas, which of course is really good for the companies in terms of their expansion plans. But it looks as though that um, VIE structure um, might um, have a couple tweaks coming to it. Um, another thing that just happened a couple of, of minutes ago is that Chinese media have started reporting that Didi is facing two class in action, class action lawsuits in the United States. Um, these are two law firms uh, based in the U.S. And the lawsuits uh, accuse them of not disclosing Beijing's warning. Guys? Okay, uh, one quick question. First of all, I'm glad you're not wearing the mask. Gives me hope that the uh, variant is under control. Let's talk crypto for a yeah. second, Eunice. I am getting reports. I mean, people are dumping, furiously dumping the uh, their Bitcoin mining facility cards, which are uh, they are mostly made yeah. by NVIDIA, but they are scrap. But the crackdown here started in May. Is it intensifying? And why? Because it sure does seem like the Chinese don't want crypto in their country. Yeah, um, I talked to a lot of people in the crypto industry um, who have been mining um, or are distributors uh, for these mining machines. And um, they said that they feel that this crackdown is real. Um, that at one point uh, there were some who thought that maybe this is just going to be a temporary um, action uh, before the, the 100th birthday party of the Communist Party. But now, um, given the way that uh, the government has been moving, uh, they feel that the momentum is behind them to get some of their machines out. And actually, that's what they've been doing. Wow. Um, Eunice, thank you. Eunice Yoon reporting from Beijing uh, and always helping us uh, get up to date on, on so many different things. And, of course, you, know, you can't make that argument that that, that, that um, new those new rules in terms of um, amending laws and regulations on data security. I think we have a full screen on this to show people cross-border data flow, other confidential um, yeah, I think other that's a total yeah, canard. Other that's, confidential information management. I'm not quite sure what that all no, means. No, that's like his Vestian problem. What well, it kind of says, out, Jim, is, well, Please. we're not going to let you really, we're going to make it very difficult for oh, you to okay. list overseas. Do we really care about, I mean, there's nothing that we could use that data for. We're How just, important is that VIE structure? Uh, because very, Alibaba, of course, very, that was the key. It's been a loophole that's that they've let, they've let, as Eunice said, yes. they closed the loophole. 
And basically what they're doing is trying to cut down billionaires everywhere. Billionaires are bigger than a government. They don't want billionaires. It's a communist. Well, they, I think they're going to feel it overall. Look, the, Marx, companies, the companies and some of the individuals who run them have well, too much power, right? Right. Marx and Mao but, historically do not like accumulations of power, and they don't like capitalism. But so this they, started is a, with, they started with the most powerful single businessman in the country. Yes, and what Jack they're saying Ma. is and we don't want Have capitalism. we heard from Jack Ma in the last eight months? No. No. He liked um, Forrest Gump. He does like Forrest Gump. He did. Like One of his heroes. Uh, all right. We're going to have a uh, closer look, by the way, coming up at the rally in technology, particularly Apple, Amazon. Some all-time highs being uh, hit there. Take a look at futures, of course, as well as uh, we move on from Fang for a second. We're set up for well, maybe a, a higher open, at least, uh, on the uh, certainly on the NASDAQ, which we're going to talk about in just a minute. The spirit of performance defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the all-electric ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. While what powers their cars may change, the energy that makes Acura never will. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system and up to 313-mile range on a single charge, and a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is everything they said electric could never be. It was built with the driver in mind, just like Acura's been doing since the beginning. We could talk all day, but the only way to experience this electric performance is to drive it yourself. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big-picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. That's yahoofinance.com. All right, take a look at some of the uh, technology names, of course, that we know so well. Some of the largest companies that exist in the world in terms of their market value right there. Apple, Microsoft and Amazon, certainly Facebook and Alphabet. That's it. That's the top five. That's right there. Uh, and many poised to open at a record. You know, yesterday, Jim, right after trading got started, you did say watch for Apple and Amazon yeah. breaking out. It's a good call, particularly Amazon, which just galloped yeah. ahead yesterday. Well, I mean, look, that was a very big win that they got from the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I think that there was, if you take a look at the stock, there was some belief that when uh, Bezos stepped down and Jassy gets it, that there's, uh, that we should be concerned about it. And I, I said it was nonsense from the beginning, just because I had, I had Jassy on, on Mad Money. He's about the customer. It, that's right. what you want in all these companies, Apple, about the customer. I think that these companies are uniquely customer-focused, not bottom-line focused, because... 
Uh, frankly, when Amazon Web Services cut its price some 40 times, that doesn't help the bottom line. But what it does do is make it so that the volume, they can actually make that up in volume. They are the superior uh, mousetrap. And I do... The revenue growth for that business, and I think $13.5 billion in operating income, I mean, put a multiple on that the thing. advertising? Where do you end up? Billion. I know. I mean, advertising. Now, I don't... There'll be a point Amazon. where advertising is a problem. Yes. Because people are beginning... I mean, I was going back and forth with Wilf yesterday. We have all made mistakes, ordered too much or the wrong thing. I mean, it's very easy to order the advertising one because... You don't realize. No. Yeah. You don't. Um, but advertising is an important revenue component and very high margin for Amazon. Huge. Uh, you mentioned the Jedi contract. Of course, that's something we had followed closely for quite some time. Remember, it was that $10 billion contract going to be awarded for cloud services by the Department of Defense. It looked like it was going to be Amazon's. It was given to Microsoft. Amazon said no. There was questions about the Trump administration and the, and the president uh, right. at that time is antipathy for Mr. Bezos as a result of his ownership of the Washington Post. Anyway, the contract's wide open again. Uh, it's going to, not going to be re-awarded until 2022 or so. Uh, I thought that was shocking, frankly. I mean, it's basically just saying, you know what, uh, what President Trump was doing with Amazon was all about... Uh, kind of how Amazon fleeced the post office. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, that was his thing. The, the, the post office, they were fleeced by, of course, it was an arm's length deal, but it didn't matter. I, Amazon did well. Uh, so he decided to bash Amazon. And then I think that I don't want to say the Defense Department wasn't totally under his thumb, but there was a belief that you don't cross that president. Right. Uh, I mean, now I, it's, is, you know, is that wrong to say? Also, the world has changed so quickly in the time it took them to award it and then the litigation that was following that they, are, they have different needs as well. Many people expect, Jim, that when this is re-awarded, it's not going to be to one company. It could be to a group of the companies that provide cloud services and do it in different ways. You know, when I look at that move up in Amazon stock price, we should point out Bezos now worth $211 billion dollars. $211 billion. See, and he's McKen- bigger than most countries. McKenzie, he- McKen- what, what it's also good for is philanthropy. Because his ex-wife, Mackenzie Scott, who gave away $8 billion last year or in the last calendar year, when her net worth went up by almost $3 billion yesterday. David, before you were born, there was a show called Millionaire. Yeah. And people would wake up, there'd be someone just give you a, a check for a million. She is giving checks to foundations that she feels were hurt by her company. Eight and a half billion less than a year. Her net worth went up just yesterday by 2.8 billion. It's around $64 billion. Mackenzie Scott, by far the most charitable single person in the world right now. Uh, So that's a good thing, I suppose, for philanthropy every time that stock goes up. It is, but at what point do we start investigating the billionaires as we did before? Now, the last time we did it was because we had a great, Great Depression. $211 billion is a number that's hard to get your head around, isn't it? As you well, say, it's yeah, larger than I mean, the GDP wh- of many nations. When do people say this? these people are making too much money? Finally, real quickly, on Apple, any quick thoughts before we hit the break? Uh, I think that when you go back and you look at the bottom in Apple, which was at, at, at uh, 16, 16 yeah. I would say that you read and what you find out is is that at 116, there were many analysts, including especially Tony Saganegi, I'm going to be, bring this up on tonight's Mad Money, who just said there's nothing ahead. And there was big short position. People felt there was a Nikkei Daily piece saying that there's not enough demand for the five, for version five. So there was a series of negative articles, none of which pr- uh, proved to be true. And this is the seasonally strong period. More important, 
David, have you noticed that Apple, Nike, and Starbucks, those are the three Chinese stocks? Well, why do the Chinese approve of those companies? That's a good question. Yeah, it is. A lot it? of jobs. All right. You got a mad dash coming up. Yes. Get to five, work. Five, Figure out what you're going to talk about. We're going to be right back. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create. Like Olu Shei, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. All right, time for a mad dash on what we like to always call hump day. I don't know why you're wearing that hat. I don't know if it flatters you, Jim. Okay. You know, I'm the chief spokesperson for the American Migraine Foundation. Yeah. The AMF. Yeah. It's not a bowling organization. No. There's a company that has a pill. I took it this morning at 415. Why? Because when you have this kind of storm, almost everybody has a migraine, has a split headache. I mean, just splitting. I felt my head was in a vice. Nurtec got rid of the vice. Nurtec is a pill that dissolves in your tongue made by a company called Biohaven. People thought that Biohaven was going to make $58 million this quarter. Already, they've made $93 million. Why? Because you can take it before. They've got removed from the FDA. When you sense, when you look at the weather, and you see that you've got this variable cloud heading into a hurricane? Well, that means that, remember, there's 30 million people who suffer from this. 30 million people can benefit from this. They haven't heard about it. No, very few people have even heard about this pill. As American Migraine Foundation, I am trying to get people to understand there is help. There you is. Can, I took my, uh, yesterday I took my aim of big shot. Been great advances made uh, in treatment of migraines, which right. can be debilitating for so many people. So many you people. feel fine now today, right now? Yeah, because I took the nerve of having taken When I woke up, I felt that you were taking a hammer to my head, and Carl was in, was in had the vice on me, and you were just hitting me over and over again. Never and I that. just said, please stop hitting me. I put Nurtec in my mouth, and 15 minutes later, I did not have a migraine. I did not have migraine, as we call it. We don't say a migraine anymore. And it was joyful. Well, others are obviously doing that. Look at that pre-announcement. I don't know why Pfizer doesn't buy these guys. It's crazy. Pfizer has a giant, giant hole in its pipe after COVID. They should just, I mean, this is maybe, I mean, I, I take the Amovig shot, uh, right. and it's great. It gives me 28 days. But it's ineffective when you really have heavyweight hurricane coming. And I, had, I thought today was going to be a horrible day. And I was just going to have to, like, make, you know, just pretend, which is what I used to have to do before Nurtec. People need to know about this medicine. Without a doubt. People are not aware of both the monthly shot that changes so much for How so many How can people. they not take the monthly and these, shot? these drugs you can now take prophylactically. Yeah. Uh, I had a migraine 26 days out of 30. I don't know how I did my job. Five years. And, uh, and then I started taking Amovig. I'm not a commercial for this. I am a commercial for the American Migraine Foundation. And I just think it's important for to get, I want awareness. Okay. All right. We got an opening bell coming right up. Don't go anywhere. I often like to ask you the key to this market, but I think I know the answer in some ways, Jim, at least. It's got to be the 10-year yield, I was going to say it's it? not a stock. It's the 10-year because, once again, we're sitting here understanding that most people thought 10 when it was at 1.75 it was going to two yes and you had to get a mortgage mortgage applications are actually down a little bit uh it, it was time the bell went off how many people said you typically don't hear the bell 1.75 well that was totally wrong uh, 
I think it's foreign buying. Uh, some people are saying to me, listen, Jim, it's the it's the worry about Taiwan, since that's what all. The, yeah, a lot of people just keep telling me, watch, they're going to squeeze Taiwan semi, which, of course, is the most important company on Earth when it comes to semis, because they make most of them, make a, a great deal of them. Uh, but I will tell you, David, that when you look at the at the rates in these other countries, uh, you almost are not a fiduciary. So is this not a reflection of a complete uh, dissipation of concern about inflation? The average piece that came out today, I would call good as it gets. Most of the people that I read are saying it's time to get out of anything cyclical. It's as good as it gets. If you look at Freeport, Freeport's really the test case. Freeport peaked at 46, down to 36. Uh, Copper, and we know copper's in batteries, but it just peaked. Great company was at 11 last last year at this time. You just have a peak in commodities, and now it's being reflected in tenure. And foreign buying. Foreign buying is always elusive, but we do have numbers later on. Here's the opening bell for this Wednesday. The big boards, they got the national celebrating the launch of its buy and head ETF. Over the NASDAQ mobile game developer Play Studios. It's celebrating a listing via SPAC. What else? And there it is. Remember the old heat map? We told you we'd bring it back. We just we were doing some work in the studio. That's all. Everybody had conspiracy theories about why we weren't showing people the heat map. Who knew there were a lot of people who love the heat map? I mean, I love the heat map. Conspiracy theory? I want you to take a look at a stock called Data Storage. Data Storage. Now, this is a meme stock, all right? The... uh, it's got its market cap was 23 million. Its shares are sitting at 3 million. It's already at 10 million. Uh, tell me, it's traded uh, uh, at the it's six o'clock about 3.3 million traded. At eight o'clock, 5.4 million. Data storage. It's D- it's a 20 28 person yes. company. Okay, so it's, it's in the total. right. It's in the hub of 26 people. I'm sorry, I added too many people. David, it's in the great hub of uh, of the Silicon Valley of Long Island, Melville. All right, well, first um, of all, this is, does, this is a market cap the type of which we would never discuss, but it I is. I know, up. but I want people to know what a meme stock is. Okay. This is a meme stock. It's a, it's a uh, Bagum, Gunham, and Liquidatum. It's a BGL. Yep. Uh, Bagum, Gunham, Gunham, and Liquidatum. Yeah, right. it's BGL. Okay. This is bo- it's data so this storage. Is, this is boiler room stuff. You got me, partner. Yeah. Throw the keys on the table. Uh, data Storage Corp. It does data storage for uh, IBM. It yesterday had 6.8 million shares. Uh, it did a public offering not that long ago, and the stock of public offering fell apart almost instantly. And then two days later, they named the new CFO. I find that was interesting. David, they protect uh, and offer cloud solutions, and they did an uplisting. So this goes on, and I want people to understand that it's a game of musical chairs. Stratton Oak Monk. Stratton Oak Monk. Are they out there anymore yes, now? Stratton Oak Monk. Right? Yeah, Ashford yeah. Hospitality was one that was done. That was a game of musical chairs. So if you're playing data storage, remember, 26 people, Melville, no real business, uh, and you take that, take that company up, and you're saying, listen, I'm buying it. Tw- these are what these are what Robin, a lot of Robin people do. They're buying it at 12 and a half. They are betting it's going to go to 14. All right? And if it gets to 14, they can liquidate another 10 million, another million shares just traded. David, this is going on. Why Gary Gensler fiddles? He's got a lot on his plate. I know I keep hearing that. He really well, how does. about some subpoenas? He has subpoena power. I do not have subpoena power. Payment for order flow. Wait, look at this. It's 13 million. He's focused on. Um, 
came in for well, you know, there's commercials um, that tell you not to. Robin Total return turn swaps. I think Robin Hood is a great liberator. He's focused like, on crypto. I, 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 I like Robin Can't be focused on everything, I guess. I like Robin Hood. Yes. I think they've brought a lot of people in. Yes. Uh, I When I watch what's happening to data storage, again, 26 people from Melville. I, I, David, I probably passed this going to the Hamptons and didn't realize I was really at the at the heart. The epicenter. Heart of Long Island. Yes. Uh, uh, EV, EV, yeah. EW. Yeah. No, it's Easy Vault is their product. I urge you to go to the website, David, and you'll find out what people are doing here. This is a BGL situation. Disaster recovery. They do that, too. Okay. B, I want people to understand what BGL is. Bag them. Gun them and liquidate them. BGL. All right, so there, I did it. I might do a SPAC of the day story. I mean, a, 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 a run a BGL story to go with your SPAC of the day, like Thank that you. company that you came should. public on the NASDAQ. Yes. That was, we need that company. We All may. these companies, have you noticed how much we need these companies? Don't you say that? We need that company. We don't need, we don't need three quarters of these companies. You don't think so? No. There are, well, there's, there's a lot of capital available. There are a lot of companies that, that have been raised via SPAC, and there are a lot of companies that have great growth prospects and out years in yes. industries that we care yes, about. Yes, yes. EV, certainly one of them. Uh, there's been a great deal EV, in space of late. A great deal. We had Lutnick on yesterday from Cantor Fitzgerald with right. their latest deal that they did for, for uh, their la- their SPAC, their latest SPAC. I think it was number five for them. Yeah, do all your in terms of, you know, they take pictures from space of all sorts of different things well, down to, like, the hair in your head. There's going to be a fly. So that's, that's a, that's a We're going to have flying cars, yes. And David, All sure really enough, they're Ark. air taxis. Ark. Ark, yes. Let's Ark talk was about your favorite yesterday. Wood. Netflix. Netflix. That's become a Woodstock again. Selling Roku, home run. Selling Raven, home run because of the Polaris deal. And David, my favorite, buying Walt Disney. 108,000 shares. Now, you know what Walt Disney, oh, she's selling a snap. That was a great hit, too. You know what she's probably going to say the buyer of Walt Disney is? Cash equivalent. A cash equivalent? Cash equivalent. Yeah. We live in a time where I was listening to what people have been recommending. Say anything. Recommend anything. Five SPACs by this guy, three SPACs yeah, by can that say guy. People where, forget where everything the, in a day. I mean, by the, all this the China research. stuff, people will be buying China stocks in no time. They'll forget all this stuff. Everybody where, forgets where everything. Where are they going to get research to buy, I don't find out whether you should be buying a SPAC? Where's the research going to come? What do you just like read the? Well, what your point is, many of these companies are going to come public and disappear in a sense because they have no sponsorship, as yes. we call it. Yes, because the Ohio State uh, Pension Fund is not going to buy something where there's just a 2026 projection there's a that says at. it's going up to the moon. We should point out we have three different SPAC indexes now, which is interesting. We have one that is SPACs that have gone public but have not yet announced their deal. We have another that shows when you've announced the deal, but you have not yet de You've not yet closed the transaction. And then we're actually now tracking those that have closed for two years after close. To get a sense as to your point, how are these going to perform versus typical uh, IPOs? And there is a look at the post back. So, listen, right there, you can say they're, you know, not, I mean, it's a, let's call that 11... Eleven dollars and forty cents, really, right? If you want, because most of these are priced at ten. Not bad. There's it's not some, great, but it's I, not bad. I happen to like uh, STEM. I think that's a good one. It control the grid is so bad; it's a big win. Thank oh you, guys. Thank there you. you go. 
It's been a little while. Oh, in the time since I mentioned a DTST, another four million shares of trade. You really focused on that. Well, I want um, people can I to get know you focused what on BGL something? is. And I want the, the head of the SEC. You know what we're going to give that guy? We're going to go to to Denny's. Yeah. We have the Grand Slam because that's a full play. Say, we understand you have the full play, the Grand Slam from Denny's. And I know you're busy. Hey, I managed to cool detail. Oh, now they're going to hate me. The 26 people in Melville. I think you better be careful, by the way. You never know what's going on there. You better just be careful. You never know. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to uh, what well, you were talking about, Netflix. Did you see the announcement from our parent company about Peacock? Uh, Earlier. And this gets back to things, even to back to memes to a certain extent in AMC because of the, the theatrical window. Um, they're Aaron, Aaron exclusively needs. on Peacock, yeah. part of what they're calling a dynamic, redefined pay one window. Wow. Um, um, they announced a licensing agreement where beginning in 2022... Universal Filmed Entertainment Group Films, and we're talking here Focus Features, Illumination, DreamWorks Animation, will go to Peacock no later than four months following their theatrical debuts, exclusively. Well, Adam Aaron exchanged them yesterday, just basically saying, look, kind of don't need the money. Playing offense. So I think it's very interesting that when you you have news... No. Was it wife calling or something? (laughs) You call on this. That's our producers. I'm going deaf. I can't hear a damn producers. thing. Oh, I got so something for I gotta you for that, too. I got to push this in to listen to them. All right. But, David, let's just go over. that there's some sound that we have. If you want to know everything that's going on, because I know you don't like to be left out, we have some sound from David Zaslov at Sun Valley where he talked we're about even more consolidation. It, well, would you like we're to not li- done. Would you like what, to listen what, to that? What was about to say? We're Here, totally I wanna, done? I don't want to leave anything really out for Jim, so let's listen to the Zaslov sound so he'll know what they told me in my ear. I think the talk of the week is going to be that you know, the industry is probably going to start consolidating. Uh, Brian's built a great company. Um, Jeff's doing a great job at Universal. Uh, so we're not done yet. You know, We're looking to get this deal done, and then we're going to sit. Yeah, you know, he should be focused on getting his deal well, done. Getting his deal yeah, done. Yeah, why does he right? get I mean, his deal yeah, done before you tell him? Hey, and David, by the way, my love, stuck, by the way. Know, I love him, too. I love How can you not love him? I, that, uh, well, I signed I my first contract. I think there were Pearl or something. But, I mean, you know, the, the stock's flat. Uh, the, the As you, well. No, don't I mean, get me started. Oh, my God. Don't get me started. Nobody the hates AT&T shame. the way you do. Nobody. I have opinions. I have too many opinions, some people say, because I have a lot of people gunning for me, like the people who are trying to gun DTST. David, I just want to explain what a meme stock really is. 19 million shares now traded. This is what's going on, Gary Gensler. These are pump and dumps. Okay? Well, now, Stratton, this is a tiny company versus AMC, which is a $25 oh, billion no, dollar market value now, or that's 23. That's not a pump That's a believer's And that's a believer's GameStop, story. Which is a, uh, GameStop, which is a $14 billion market cap company. That's different. A lot of people talked to me yesterday. I know, David, you're going to hate this. Tell me. About the logic of GameStop merging with AMC. Oh, God. I know. Because I you let too. that little joke out. Yes. People stop me on the street. A guy right in front of me. I don't believe here. that. First, he told me about a SPAC that's an airplane that's a car. 
Right. I thought it was a car that was an airplane, no, but it's an airplane's a car. Yes. And then he wanted to know whether I thought that GameStop was going to merge with AMC. With AMC. Thank you, David, for complicating my life. No, they're not going to. Adam Aaron doesn't joke. want to merge with anybody. We were, we were, I was making a joke because you keep talking about how they're going to be able to grow even more as a result of all the capital AMC has raised. And I keep making the point they already own most of the theaters, so they're just going to buy more. Yeah. Whoop-de-doo. I know. That's not going to necessarily help them. Why not buy GameStop? You know, that was a joke. Okay, you know what I said to the guy? I said, maybe David Faber saying, I heard it through the grapevine. GME, also known Don't as GameStop, do this. Don't do is this. located in Grapevine, Texas. Oh. Heard it through the grapevine. Got it. Great when song. Is, uh, when is Mr. Cohen going to speak out? I don't know. Ryan Cohen. You're talking about Ryan Cohen, who's now chairman of the company. He's in charge of I don't know uh, when he's going to speak out. All right, right. let's go back to the heavyweight stocks. Can we do that, please? Can we do that? And I assume you're going to be talking about Apple, Facebook, Alphabet, Amazon, Microsoft, all of which are up. Amazon is up another one plus percent. Yeah, I want want to talk about the idea that a lot of these companies, Apple has complied to some degree with with China. Apple now up one percent again. So these stocks have continued to break out. They've Uh, gone back. They've gone back to these. Apple had outperformed and then underperformed this year. Well, it's still and underperformed the broader market. Well, it still has. But, David, there's a company called Enphase Energy, okay? This is one that does microconverters, ENPH. They're, that's a solar play. Now, one of the reasons why that's running is because Genrac bought a very simple Genrac, one of my absolute favorite companies. I put them all the time. They bought a similar, they have a private company, Genrac is another solution for our ailing grid. I think that when you think about what's wrong in our country, the grid comes to mind. Genrac, all-time high, and uh, these are companies that make it so that we can use solar as, uh, in our home as charging. I don't understand, David, why we don't see more growth in the EV section, actual buying of cars. I'm going to ask Carvana tonight. I got Carvana. Excuse me. I have my. Don't you think that higher gasoline prices, if they actually stay at the levels or go up, should should potentially stimulate some demand as well for EV? Yes. I am very. This is one of my charge point. A lot of people ask me, Jim, just which company is best at uh, charging? Because President Biden is in favor of charging. And then another one that keeps working is PayPal. Now, I think that PayPal is just a reaction to you don't want to buy traditional banks because of the tenure. So you buy the a traditional bank, PayPal. That's you go out of the major. This trade goes on like 50 times a week. Go out of the banks, traditional banks and into PayPal. Uh, And to your point, the banks, the banks are not down sharply. Uh, so I don't want to make too much of it. It may be, in part, they're down a bit because of the redu- reduction in yield. The 10-year hanging around 1.30. Perhaps there's at least a thought that the uh, profitability of taking Chinese companies public is not going to be there because that can be a nice business to have, and certainly we've seen that. But all the major banks are down fractionally and, and right American now, And American Express is finally breaking out of that. It was kept down by the ETFs, but American Express, the upgrade, the upgrade by Goldman yesterday was simply beautiful. They probably understand. I think June was very good. I know May was very strong. And, David, I happen to like the company Nucor very much. My travel trust owns it. Nucor. But I, but I, yeah, the best steel company yeah. in the world, and it's all uh, integrated in terms of uh, recycling. David, I heard the word, the word that damns any stock. Uh-oh. And what, what is it? the word? 
comes down like a duck. That's probably, again, too early for you. Scratch your marks. Yes. Super cycle. Oh, super cycle. Remember the sand, the fracking sand super cycle? I, yes, I Remember do. the coal super Tar cycle? sands, yeah. Well, now we have the steel super cycle. And, uh, again, here's another curse. Best that it gets. Again, what happens after best when it gets? I, it's, by the way, Richard Ackerson, right? He came on with me. You mentioned, oh. mentioned Freeport earlier. They he had, had, I think he hit the top that day. Well, look, $183 of copper in an FCX. EV battery versus 18 to 48 in a regular battery. So anybody who thinks EV, well, I mean, that you should be thinking copper. But the fact is that we need some sales in EV. We need sales. You keep referring to that. Why? I mean, well, Tesla's it's only 3%. plenty of cars. It's only 3%. Of, of the 14, you Nobody know, the said it was going to move up that quickly. Market. Yeah. No, but you need it because copper peaked exactly. Well, obviously, that's also a chart of what copper did. They also, of course, had the usual fracas with Indonesia that happens all the time. They're supposed yes. to build a smelter, and they didn't. But uh, NVIDIA down, by the way, because of that story that I mentioned about Ethereum cards. Now, that is, that's a canard. It's 400 million max. The numbers say it goes down to zero at the end of the year. Uh, they make the cards that allow you to be able to mine. And, um, David, I think that the crackdown in China is so broad that people are afraid to show cards. The Communist Party. I like you know, the way, the I like the way you, we started on China and now we're sort of ending this. Well, I'm trying to make people China. understand well that China is making major moves against us. And the way they'll squeeze Taiwan, I believe, is they'll take over some islands that we haven't really thought of. They'll do more flyovers. And then one day we'll hear from the government that they like the Chinese more than they thought. That's what's going to happen. Be a bad day for the markets. I think we can all agree on that. All right, still to come right here. Don't miss Endeavor CEO Ari Emanuel. He's going to be alongside UFC President Dana White. They're going to join us coming up in the 10 a.m. hour. First, though, let's give you a bond report. Of course, we've already talked about treasuries this morning, given... We saw yields right at that 130 level. You can see the 10-year, though, a bit above that 1315, 0%. Uh, a level it hit earlier today, as, as I said, since February, that was the lowest we'd seen. And, of course, the move does come ahead of this afternoon's release of highly anticipated Fed minutes. Traders also going to be watching for May jolts data. That's out at 10 a.m. We'll be right back. It appears to have caused minimal damage to U.S. businesses, but we're still gathering information to the full extent of the attack, and I'm going to have more to say about this in the next several days. We're getting more detail and information. President Biden yesterday speaking about that global ransomware attack. Jim, we talked about it, of course. We will continue to, and I have no doubt in the future we'll talk about other ransomware attacks and or other cyber attacks because this is the world we live in, and it's not going away. Got to go to dark instinct. Got to find out. This is a company that guarantees that there's no hacks. Give you $3 million if you are hacked. Plays offense. Is Mossad, Israeli guys. Yep. Uh, and they'll tell you whether it's true or not. It's a private company. But, uh, That's a private company. But last week we had the Sentinel One come public. Oh, Let what, a, S. what a home run. Wow. I mean, they nailed it, didn't they? They did. It was a great, great time. A lot of people felt that it was uh, too late. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you have one of these things and you see these stocks go up. Okta, by the way, is identification. Uh, that is... Uh, There's Sentinel One, by the way. That's just one oh, way you look at that. I mean, that's off the IPO. Todd McKinnon, uh, who runs Okta, yeah. would tell you that a lot of these hacks are people in person, are 
hackers impersonating people who have left companies. And unless you have proper identification and know who people are, you're susceptible. I do not know why people don't understand that. When someone leaves your company, that is the person. They're going to find out that person's name, and they're going to pretend to be that person, and they're going to burrow in deep. That's what happens, okay? Why do people not know that? I don't know. Am I a genius? No, I just go see Todd McKinnon all the time. Talk to Nikesh Arora. I talk to George uh, Kurtz. I mean, I I talk to these people. It's what I do for a living. It's what I do. It's what, you know, it's kind of like what I do for a living. I'm aware. I know just how many people you talk to. George Kurtz, 52, all-time high. Yes. Stocks are incredible. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think that they got to go to dark, not basic instinct, and say, how can you play offense? How can you guarantee... Three million dollars. They're not going to be. I happy. love the net. Dark instinct. Dark. Instinct. We're taking on our evil. It's dark yeah. instinct. Well, you're versus, talk about this could be I think that could be a, a new movie for uh, for yeah. Universal. David, dark instinct versus our we evil. Dark and stormy. We have to go. He said it. It's true. We're back after this. All right. Apple shares up one and a half percent. Wow. What a breakout that stock is having. And as we pointed out, all the largest market cap companies are up. But we do have some. Potential news here, Jim, on, on yeah, Facebook. Axios reporting that uh, former President Trump is going to sue, uh, actually not the companies, but Mark Zuckerberg at Facebook and uh, Jack Dorsey at Twitter. Uh, the stocks momentarily got hit, which is stupid as all get out. But I understand. I mean, the stocks have been run. And there we go. I mean, I think that it, this is about censorship, free speech, First Amendment, and it's going to be against commerce. And I think that uh, First Amendment is going to be Trump by commerce. You're allowed to do whatever you want for heaven. Commerce, act, the Is commerce this clause. Do you have a chance invoked. of getting any going anywhere? Well, I think that it could be a show trial, David. Okay, right, a show trial. Yeah. All right, back to the actual the stocks themselves. As you said, it shouldn't really impact them. You no, can't imagine I mean, why would it? Um, well, the only reason why we would point. do it is because there are a lot of people who are very nervous that these stocks have run so much and looking for a reason to profit. Right. There's no statement yet out of uh, Facebook. Okay, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be monitoring that uh, potential story. Uh, what do you got coming up on really Mad tonight? Really interesting trade desk, which is a direct competitor to uh, <laughs> Alphabet, to Google, uh, which does fantastic work on... Uh, Placement, ad placement, and then Carvana. How strong is this car market really? I got to find out. Ernest Garcia. You to be questioning EV sales. I, David, EV sales are not exploding. We have to I mean, be careful. They can't make enough of the F-150 Lightning. Well, they can't. Well, that's semiconductor problems with Lightning. Everything that Ford makes is sold out, by the way. You can't get a Ford. You know, a lot of Fords are sold out. I want that Maverick. Try to get it. Don't forget Biohaven, please. We got another hour of Squawk on the Street coming up for you right after this break. Don't go anywhere. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager.